Hi, this is your mind ranting. Bear with me. We are walking and talking today. I decided to go ahead and give this a shot. It might fucking suck. So if you hear me a little bit winded or you hear me a little bit, um, I guess, stuck in a thought, uh, please bear with me. Um, what I wanted to touch on today and what I've been chewing on is this. Now, I've mentioned before when you have conversations with family members and you guys are looking to um, basically debate and point out who is right and who is wrong, you're going about it wrong. Yes, the holidays have passed, but sometimes you will still have those conversations with your most immediate friends and family members. So I think there's two crucial points I wanna touch on. Number one is if you do happen to have an opinion on the matter, just do some research. And I don't mean just watch a video or read one article. I mean, do some actual research. I can speak lightly on the idea of whether social media has fragmented our society or if it's advanced it. Why? Because I have read more than two articles on the matter. I've seen a documentary based on the, uh, the challenges and the um, terrible applications of social media in our society. And I've heard counter arguments to why our human behavior basically destroyed the concept of what social media was intended to be used for, uh, uh, an avenue to connect us and to help us grow together. I've read even a uh, paper by uh, a couple of political scientists talking about the extreme polarization that we see on the regular, at least here in the States, um, on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and so forth. So one thing you do have to realize is, or at least I realize is, each of these points and each of these uh, arguments mentioned in these articles, these documentaries, and these peer review studies, um, they all have something a little bit different to offer and it becomes somewhat of a little bit of a rabbit hole. But I would say religiously read them all the way through, religiously watch it, cut the mind chatter, as I mentioned before, when it comes to reading, try to do your best to cut down the mind chatter. Mindfulness and uh, keeping an open mind will help you. And just don't look at articles that are specifically um, tailored to your point or to your uh, side of the argument. Listen to the counter evidence, listen to the counter arguments. There might be something there that you absolutely didn't think about because more than likely, you didn't, whether it be analogies, anecdotal evidence, that sort of thing.
so, I mean, I'm sure you've seen a little bit of The Social Dilemma if you haven't seen the documentary. It's a little wonky, especially with the, uh, the use or the dramatization of the kid, um, you know, getting his feed and getting his phone basically controlled by little people. The, um, the testimonies of some of the, uh, some of the developers and the ethicists and psychologists in that, um, documentary were riveting. They were astounding. They even had, um, one of, uh, the, uh, people on that documentary, Tristan Harris, reach out to Sam Harris from the Making Sense podcast, did an episode with him. Sam Harris played a little bit of devil's advocate to that. Mark Manson, well, I know I beat these guys into your guys' head, but this is what I mean. Mark Manson even mentioned that, you know, mentioned that the documentary, as, as nice as it seems and whatnot, we have to consider that humans have been acting, well, completely terrible for the last thousands of years. We can go back as far as feudalism, if you wanted something a little bit more um, closer, the industrial age or the revolution, the birth of different ideologies, democracy, socialism, that sort of stuff. The two-party system that George Washington had warned about. Um, I know there's a bunch of memes about him saying, hey, I told you this is what would happen if you developed a two-party system, you fucking retards. And so I don't blame him. So reading that article and then reading an article for the counter-argument, which Mark was trying to, trying to show that, hey, social media isn't inherently bad because we, when we touched it, it just turned that way. The VP for Facebook slash Meta um, had put out an article, which was a little bit more articulate. It was a little bit more condensed, more so focusing on Facebook, how they're looking to basically have us take control of the algorithm. At the end of the day, we are in control of the algorithm. At least that's what's stated in this article as well. You can make the same argument for YouTube because depending on the amount of, uh, of videos you watch, depending on the topic, the algorithm will basically feed you what it thinks you would like. And it probably knows you a lot better than we do, but that's because we have a million things to fucking focus on. And so if a video tantalizes us, it gets us excited, then we'll click on that video. Same thing for Facebook as mentioned by the VP um, of Facebook in this article on Medium. Um, we are in control of what we like to see, you know. It could be that there's something trending. You can let go of the trending. You can maybe catch up with certain news for talking points to let people know that, hey, you're not a Neanderthal or you, you live under a rock, you know, you, know, you do. You do catch up on things, but for the most part, your use on social media should be brought down. Uh, 
I mean, they even mentioned it. It it makes total sense. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm silly for barely figuring out how Facebook makes their fucking money. It's through advertisements. Some of those advertisements are curated to, well, to certain people. Um, because of their certain likes, or there might be something flashy that a so-called influencer or someone they follow tends to like. So they will be bombarded with ads specifically tailored to those people they care for and the people they trust. It is what it is. I mean, you could definitely get off of social media for some time, which I did. I'll sometimes pop my head in once in a while to take a look. But outside of that, that's pretty much what I do. Um, and then they even mentioned in, in the podcast with uh, Tristan Harris um, that depending on what type of groups you join on Facebook too, um, or any social media platform, you'll get recommendations for even more fringe shit. Um, I think the example they used was uh, people, mothers who basically fed their children whole organic foods, recipes, and they think that a large majority of the women, I think they had mentioned that the group that was uh, primarily in that organic food group uh, tend to be members of an anti-vaccine group as well. And as you know, um, those people are a little bit on the fringe side. And then those people that are in that group for the anti-vaccines, um, most of them are probably members of QAnon, which that's a fucking funny name. And then it just leads into a rabbit hole of conspiracy theories. Not saying that all conspiracy theories are hullabaloo, but... There's some that are a little bit fringe. <clears throat> Sorry, I was stretching there a little bit. So that's my first point. Quite long. Look up a different. Look at, at different perspectives. Obviously, like I mentioned, I can only touch on the subject very lightly, and I only understand so much of it. Obviously, there's more to play. You know, there's behaviorism. There is society as a whole, there is the battle between the thinking brain and the feeling brain, just a handful of things that play into effect on this debate. And as I mentioned before, you know, I've mentioned uh, gun control, gun violence. Um, I've listened to both sides of the argument. I know where I stand and I could be completely wrong. It could be that my entire view on gun control being absolutely useless to a point might end up changing and that's where I will leave my mind to be open to those changes um, and number two when it comes to debating arguing it should never be about trying to win the argument it's about trying to understand where we can reach a compromise where we can move forward as a society, you know? It really starts with all of us when we have these uncomfortable conversations. You know, our teens, yes, they do have their faces and their screens. 
I've seen two to three-year-olds with their faces in their screens as opposed to acknowledging the beauty of the world. But the problem is that the news, the proliferation of all of this fucking crap, basically, you know, it makes the world look, it just makes it look dirty. It just makes it look dirty. It makes it look evil. And we feel like there's absolutely nothing we can do about it. And, you know, getting lost in the screen with the multiple colors and the shapes that'll basically gravitate, um, that the children basically gravitate to. It's, it's mind-boggling. They're very smart, these people. And look at me, I'm sounding like a fringe person, but maybe some of those educational programs on the tablets tend to be good. A lot of our world is becoming more technologically oriented. We are getting a little bit closer to where we, we as people can work alongside with machines. We've, we've been doing it a lot more these last few decades, but I think more so that it's starting to be that despite the, you know, despite AI or machine technology is starting to do a bulk of the work, we as humans can now dictate and control that work for now until we have some crazy ass scientists that create, you know, the artificial intelligence um, that can do just about anything. Like I said, that's some fringe shit and I don't know enough to really touch any more on that. Uh, nonetheless, um, my views on the social media and, you know, the use of screen screens by uh, teenagers or by uh, toddlers it might end up changing it definitely would end up changing in the near future once I do a little bit more research when the time comes so I just want to be able to better understand you know these tiny little discourses these tiny little um, these tiny little ideas that we talk about so much and that's what having an open mind and learning to be empathetic to your fellow human when it comes to discussing these things. I think that's what matters. Okay, I know that's a lot of digest. My apologies that I've been walking around. I might have been making a little bit of noise. Um, as I mentioned, decided to do a walk and... Um, yeah, hopefully this was quite enlightening to you. I would definitely recommend you take a listen to the Making Sense podcast episode. I think it was 218, Welcome to the Cult Factory. Uh, if not, just look up Sam Harris, Tristan Harris, Social Dilemma. Um, most of you most likely will have Netflix. Look up the Social Dilemma. Um, but you don't really need to fucking try to search up fucking Mark Manson. Uh, You've heard me beat this man's name into the ground for you guys to listen to for a very long time, so just search up markmanson.net. A couple of the peer review studies, I might attach them to the the description of this episode. If not, I will mention the name in a in a new episode. Or I'll just put it in the description of that one. I have to find it. 
because I read it last week, but I closed my tabs like crazy because I'm constantly reading, writing, and doing work, and schoolwork, of course. Okay, a lot to digest. I hope you guys stay safe. Please take care, and until next time.